foremost, it's Pop-Up Podcast from The Devil in the Detail. I'm Rob Parkson, and I'm here talking all things Salford Red Devils. Two special guests on the show this week. We're joined by uh, director Paul Trainer. Uh, welcome to the show, Paul. Looking forward to talking all things uh, Salford and, and the big event that's happening Friday. Hiya, Rob. You OK? Yeah, I'm really looking forward to talking about it, yeah. Yeah, we're also joined by uh, Matt Carr, Salford's uh, safe guarding officer. Uh, welcome to the show, Matt. Looking forward to this. Yeah, r- really am. Yeah, looking forward to Friday as well. Should be good. Yeah. So fantastic. Looking forward to it. Let's let's talk about it, uh, Paul. On on Friday, uh, excited about the uh, the game uh, on Friday. Obviously, the community coming together and building for the future. Yeah, we're we're really excited. Um, this. This follows on from the Leeds game we had um, in the middle of March, where we had just under 2,300 kids from and staff and coaches from schools and community clubs across across the Greater Manchester and, and Cheshire region. Um, really, really pleased with how this has developed over over the, the 12 months of the building the future strategy, um, but also you know how we've how we've kind of developed this since the first time we did it in in 2019, where we just had we struggled to get 300 kids to come to watch us play Huddersfield, and it's increased massively. Each time we've done it, so yeah, we're, we're we're really pleased. We've done it a few games, haven't we? And the the crowds have built and built. Yeah, yeah. This obviously the the building the future games are kind of the public, you know, the the, the, the most uh, easy to see face of this, you know, with the, with the, the the people we get coming into the games. Like I say, we went for we just had just over three hundred for our first game in twenty nineteen, which we, we just turned as a schools and community club game. Um, then we. Last September we had our obviously we had a bit of a, a stagnant period because of because uh, of the pandemic. Uh, we had just short of 800 against Toronto um, in 2020. Uh, then last year our last game of the season against St Helens we had 1400, 2300 against uh, Leeds a few weeks ago, and we're going to be over 2000 um, on Friday. So yeah, um, and it's not just it's not just the numbers. The numbers are really pleasing, but it's also the spread. We're getting different schools. Uh, different community clubs, different areas represented. Um, so it's yeah, it's it's totally in line with 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 what we're wanting for from this strategy in terms of developing the game and the profile of the club. Yeah, Matt, this is where you come into play because obviously it's your sort of job to make sure everyone's uh, feels good and 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 feel like you know safe. Yeah, well, my uh, my my day Friday is obviously going to be a lot busier than um, than a normal home game, but well up for it. Um, it'll start with a, a stewards meeting, so about three hours before kickoff. And then I'll do my own uh, risk assessments, and then just after that, it's welcoming the welcoming the children, welcoming the the, the community clubs and the schools, and uh, enhancing the the Salford brand really. And uh, once kickoff starts, it's and um, for for me, it's it's not waiting for the phone to ring, but it's again enhancing the brand. But if there's an incident, I'll get a call. But uh, it went really, really well against against Leeds, really successful, and uh, anticipate something similar this Friday. Yeah, really good. I- how did you get into safeguarding, Matt? Well, I've been in safeguarding, well, grassroots football, really. Grass, I'm still in grassroots football now. I still do that as well. I head up a, a big uh, a big league in Salford. Literally, I lead the safeguarding for that as well. So it's mainly just your kids play football. You go down. They want you to coach. Started coaching. And then I went, I went into the into the welfare side of it. And then for a local club, which is a quite a big club uh, in Ermston, and led the safeguarding, ripped up the the, the sort of the, the model in there. Uh, launched a model of our own sort of with different safeguarding officers, fetch female safeguarding officers in for, for the female teams and uh, we're quite successful really. We won a we won an FA award for Club of the Year for safeguarding and uh, went from strength to strength. Then I went into a league in Timperley and then into the Salford League and then 
lastly, doing a role for Salford, which I'm over the moon about. Yeah, sounds like uh, Matt was at top of his top of his game, Paul, when, when we came knocking. You know, Matt's a, a really big Salford fan. Um, and, you know, the first time we met, his passion for safeguarding mm-hmm. and the club came across really clearly and really quickly. Um, and, and, and I think we share, you know, me and him share really clear ideas on what we want this to look like. And we talk about, you know, it's not just kind of, you know, reaching standards and ticking boxes. It's about making sure it's the best it can be, which is what we're aiming for as a club and everything. So, yeah, it, you know, from, from one conversation, it evolved pretty quickly um, and, and we're delighted to have him on board. Yeah, sounds like a, the perfect marriage, really. Obviously, you know, both the club and, and Matt, you know, moving forward, you know, making things happen. And, and it's great, Matt, obviously, you know, you're doing this and, you know, engaging with, with the fans who need it. Yeah, well, it's, that's my passion, like, as Paul said. Um, you know, you get a lot of satisfaction from safeguarding. I'll be honest with you, you know, the, the, the part of safeguarding that I've been used to is, is sort of a, a grassroots and the match day role I've had to to get my head around and get used to. You know, I've spent a lot of time with people at the AJ Bell and uh, to, to understand what their requirement is. And um, obviously with, with Paul, how many games in we are now, four or five games in at the AJ Bell. And uh, I feel like I've, I've sort of got a grasp of it and it's going well. Yeah, going really well. How's, how's that engagement been uh, with the different parties involved in, in, in the process? I couldn't fault the engagement anywhere, any part of the club. You know, that goes for, you know, the, the sort of AJ Bell security staff on the day. But certainly all the all the teams I've been involved with so far, still got some more to do. But, you know, the, the PDRL team and the, the learning disabilities team spent a lot of time at training sessions with, with ladies, visited the under 16s, um, you know, everybody at the club from 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 Paul King down, you know, uh, even the first team players. I think they understand the importance of the role and uh, I, I can't follow it. I've been made to be feel very, very welcome at the club. I feel part of the family already. Yeah, I have to uh, blow Matt's trumpet here, Paul. That if there's a Salford game on, regardless whether it's first team, ladies, uh, learners' ability team, he is there, you know, showing his face, making sure everyone's okay, and that and that's you know testament to how, how great he is. Yeah, yeah, definitely, and and you know that's that's you know we we pride ourselves as a club on you know having really good people in, and, and you know Matt's talked about right from you know right from Paul King downwards. That's that's how we want the club to be. Um, you know, filled with good people doing a great job and, and, and Matt certainly fits that bill. Yeah, obviously, you know, talking about engaging with, with the schools and, and, and that, Paul, um, you know, what's the, you know, you, you talk about the, the, the growth and what, what's the kind of targets you've got set for, you know, for this one and for the future ones? I think, I think the first thing to, to kind of say, Robbie, is, you know, this is, one of the things we're really keen to do within the club is to join things up. So, you know, it's not just isolated games where we get schools and community clubs to turn up uh, whilst that's important. And, you know, obviously it's a really good experience for those kids. And, and some of the feedback we got from from teachers, coaches and the children themselves last time. And if you saw any of the video clips taken by the media team in the East Stand, hmm. you know, most of the noise coming towards the back end of that Leeds game was from the East Stand, which was so refreshing to, to see. You know, the vast majority of those kids had never been to a Salford game and many had never been to a live sports game before. But, you know, in terms of joining it all up, you know, it's important to see that this is just one part of it. So we're looking at, you know, the player pathway work, the work in schools and community clubs at the foundation and the club together, because it's, it's what we want to do here is, is we want to increase participation in rugby league. We want to increase the profile of the club across new areas. Um, and with with a new audience, build the fans and the players of the future, whilst also leaving a bit of a legacy. Um, I'm really mindful of, of not being that pro club that kind of just goes into a school to serve their own purpose and then dips out and then you don't hear from them again. So, 
you know, we're, we're really looking to cement great relationships and also leave a bit of a legacy in terms of, you know, whether it's players going into a school to inspire kids to be the best they can be, whether it's the foundation doing a great piece of work around positive mental health, um, rugby league coaching, you know, it's, it's, it's an all-encompassing project of which the games are just one bit. Um, so, you know, when we talk about targets, you know, we, we've set ourselves a target of increasing participation 5% a year. Uh, for five years across the Greater Manchester region with our partner schools and community clubs. We want to create um, a real clear path from schools to community clubs because part of our work isn't just, you know, finding our under 16s, under 18s and, and development academy players then to progress to first team. It's about um, ensuring that, you know, the, the community clubs benefit from this work. So if there is a young person who plays rugby league at school and loves it, that they know there's a community club nearby to to to, to go and continue their development. Um, and actually, whether they're aiming to be a professional or not, just getting them playing rugby league is absolutely vital. Yeah, um, and obviously, yeah. Matt, your role is so important that because obviously if these kids are are joining the club and and you know join the teams or even as fans, you're there to make sure that you know it all runs smooth. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's vitally important. I mean, it, it's giving the parents the confidence, you know. Yeah. That, that Salford is a club to go to. You know, they need to be able to trust is a big thing, uh, especially with, with with what's been publicised over the last few years it, with safeguarding. It, it's vitally important that we give parents and the and the children that confidence that, that Salford is going to do things the right way and look after them and 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 get uh, get the the, the the guys to come and guys and girls to come and join us. Yeah, obviously safeguarding wise, how do we compare to other clubs? You know, Paul, I'll tell you, we we have had um, we have had sort of the head of head of safeguarding in from the RFL. We invited her in to uh, to come and and talk to us, and we talked to her what our plans were and what sort of the short term goals were with some long term objectives. And uh, we did get some good feedback that we were sort of one of the ones that were leading the way. So uh, we're only just scratching the surface, really, and uh, we're we're sort of up there now. So. It's really exciting what we can achieve for the future. We've got a second meeting planned. She'll come in as a guest. Kerry Simmons on the Wigan game. I think it's been moved to the 10th, but she's available. So she's going to come and we'll talk her through a bit of our future plans and strategy then as well. Yeah, it sounds like we're, we're kind of trailblazers here, here, Paul, you know, and uh, it's exciting. Yeah, and, and and that's what, you know, that that's how we intend to be, you know, in, in terms of it, it, the safeguarding aspects, but also the work we're doing, we're building the future the Ghana partnership, the South Florida partnership, Ipswich Jets, Wales. You know, we're looking to do 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 the things that we do and do them properly. Um, so, yeah, it's from us as a club, it's a full commitment to what we're doing. You know, as a result, we're making some some huge strides in all aspects of the club, really. Yeah, obviously, you know, talk about engaging with the schools and the, the local clubs in the community. What's the, what's kind of the after sort of care about that? Obviously, you know, you want them to come to the game and a percentage of the will, uh, but there will be percentages that won't. So is there like a sort of process to, to chase them and find out what they, what they want and if we can provide for that? We're, we're building really good relationships with these schools um, and, and an awful lot are, are coming time and time again. So yeah, some yeah. of the schools are coming on Friday. The vast majority came to the Leeds game, all came to the Saints game last season. Those schools who kind of come once or twice and then we don't hear from them, you know, they're followed up. You know, I'm getting to, to know quite a significant number of the, the, the teachers at these schools. And, you know, when they can't come, you know, it's almost like they're, they're sending an email to apologise now and finding out when the next one is. So yeah. it'll always be, you know, with school calendars, with all the stuff going on in schools and community clubs, it's not always, not always possible for them to come to every game. But, what we've created now is an open level of communication where, you know, if if they can, they will, I think, and, and they get looked after. 
you know, for the last game against Leeds, we had three of the first grade players in the concourse underneath the stand. Mm. We had three reserve team players. We had the women's squad there meeting and greeting them. The, you know, they got a goodie bag with bits in. So we're making an experience now. And, and what we want to do is these young people to get an affinity for the club. So they get to know the players' names. They were getting autographs. And, and you know, Rob, if you, if you spotted at the end of the Leeds game when the players went over to the East Stand, mm. it took some of the players about 25 minutes to get round to the South Stand because they were signing autographs and seeing some of the footage and the kids just looking at the at the lads in, in adulation was, was fantastic. You know, and they probably wouldn't have known who those players were a couple of hours before. So, you know, and that's where it is. You know, we've probably all, when we've started to, to watch Salford, we've probably all had a bit of a hero to look up to. And, and, and our, our players, whether it be the first team, whether it be the women's team, the reserves, the PDRL, LDRL, the fantastic role models. So what we're trying to create is is to put these role models for the children to get access to so they can get to meet them. And, you know, that's where your affinity for the club starts. Mm. And obviously that extra level, Matt, you know, that the safeguarding gives the parents confidence to want to come to the to the game and bring the kids with them. Yeah, well, confidence is key, uh, Rob. It's, it's confidence and uh, uh, probably trust is a better word. That, mm. you know, if they're going to, let their kids come and go through the pathway. They, they need to have confidence and trust that, that we're going to look after them and do the right thing by by the children. So, uh, and I, I'm confident that we're, we're doing that and we will continue to do that. Um, yeah. So, what what future sort of developments would you like to see at the at the club? Well, with myself, well, I mean, we've developed a bit of a strategy myself and Paul for the next for the next couple of years. So, I think the big one for for me is um, getting out into the to the clubs that the local clubs that are linked to the. To, to Salford and um, liaise with sort of their safeguarding and welfare officers yeah. and uh, assist them where I can and you know and and, and just get out there and do and, and do sessions with them and, and help them really form that sort of personal relationship with individuals who are, who are running the clubs like the Roosters and, and Folly Lane and all them sort of people just to build up that that sort of relationship for the for the future. Yeah, and obviously it provides a link, doesn't it, to all to all the clubs and and the, and and the little clubs as well around the amateur sides. And you know, it's great. Obviously, you know, we've got that idea now going. It's the wheels are in motion, uh, and it's only going to be positive going forward. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I can't think of any negatives just now. Really, it's it's, it's going well, and uh, we'll just, we'll just keep analysing the strategy where we're up to and and building on it. And and it, the future looks bright. It really does. Yeah. And obviously, you know, building up that game day experience, uh, Paul, that, that's an, it's sort of an important part. Obviously, the, the, the important game Friday with all the schools and the clubs coming down. Uh, you know, what, what can we look forward to? What's what's going on? Well, it's the, it's the Rugby League uh, theme round. So there's going to be lots at the front of the stadium for all fans, not just for the for the building the future visitors, you know, looking at, at kind of mental health and well-being. So there's a whole host of things going on at the front of the stadium. Uh, there's going to be there's a musician in the tent. We've we've kind of gone with the building the future theme for both the building future games. We've got a young musician in there, a uh, young man called John Denton, who's is really talented, hugely talented. And as the as they the, the work their way around the back of the south stand towards the east stand, we're going to have the, the foundation's passing challenge. So there's going to be lots and lots going on. But also, like I say, the, there will be some players in there for them to meet, and they will be getting you know something to take away, which will which will hopefully. You know, build that affinity along with the opportunity to get discounted tickets to come back and, and see us in a, in another game as well, apart from the building the future games. Because obviously, yeah. what we're trying to do is, is to try and you know get them to keep coming back. Yeah, obviously, it's real blending it education, you know, sport, community, and that, that's what that's what Club Salford Devils is all about, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and you know we're. We're really blessed with, you know, some fantastic community clubs. The schools are totally on board now. Um, and I think they can see what we're trying, the schools and community clubs can see what we're trying to do. 
um, on social media last week, there was the the pictures of the players going out visiting visiting the community clubs. Mm. You know, like I say, this is about you know role models. Um, we've got some lads in the, in the first team now. We've come through the local area. People like Jack Wells and Callum. You know, and, and it's it's showing that these kids that it's, it's possible and it could be them in a few years' time. That's going back to visit Folly Lane or Langworthy or or the Roosters. You know, being that first grade player at Salford and they can pursue the dreams. But on the on the other hand of it, we want them to come and have a great experience, so they want to come back and they want to keep coming back and become you know an, a, an established Salford Red Devils fan. Yeah, because that's what it is, Matt. It's about sort of building sort of the club and engaging and and. You know, when the fans come, they'll, they'll come and we'll grow and we'll grow. From the match day side, it's about the match day experience, really, keeping everybody safe, uh, looking after, you know, groups that need some help, you know, autism and, and, and disabled, you know, just making sure that they know that there's a go-to person for the club and uh, not just somebody who, who's at the AJ Bell. We, the, the club have got myself in place now yeah. who, uh, who can enhance and uh, the, the, the match day experience and make sure that, that people are looked after and they're safe, which... That's what it's all about, and that's that's going to link in with the build in the future because they're, they're going to feel safe on a match day, and they're going to look forward to coming if they enjoy the experience. Yeah, if there was somebody listening to this uh, podcast who, who wants to sort of contact you, Matt, how would they do that? Um, just uh, through the, um, the 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 Salford Red Devils uh, safeguarding email account, um, safeguarding at salfordreddevils.net. So it's on my Twitter feed, so they contact me via via email. Brilliant. You're both doing a fantastic job. You know, it's, it's great. You, you know, so much has changed at the club, you know, for the positive and uh, you two are, you know, big parts of that. Thanks, Rob. Yeah, appreciate it, Rob. Brilliant. Big thanks for joining us on the on the, on the the podcast. It's been great. Uh, you know, talking to you, we're all looking forward to, to Friday, uh, Paul. Yeah, thanks, Rob. And, th- and thanks for everything you're doing as well in terms of promoting the club. Um, you know, the podcast is great. And, and I know, you know, when you get people from the club who are, who are, who are guests on the podcast, they always really enjoy it. So thank you for what you're doing as well. And, 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 and Paul and Parky as well. Yeah, we, we obviously, you know, we've grown so much over over the last sort of seven years. But you know, we we, we couldn't have done it without the, sort of the club's uh, sort of engagement and helping us sort of get access to players and things like that. So you know, we've got to say thanks for for that and you know helping us uh, grow. And hopefully, we'll, we'll be we'll growing the next seven years. Who knows? We but yeah, Matt, big thanks for coming on. Big thanks for everything you do, uh, and uh, you know, keep the ball rolling. We'll do. Loving it. Loving it. Brilliant. Big thanks for joining us this week, sir. Devil Detail podcast. I'm Rob Parkinson. You can find us on Facebook, Devil Detail SRD. You can find us on Twitter at DITD SRD. And you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Radio Contact, Spotify, and YouTube. See you soon. (laughs) 